Plenty yet to be settled amongst right wings in the Central Division. So where do the Wilds stack up? We discuss that today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we continue our sizing up the Central Series. Looking at right wings throughout the Central Division, who has the best grouping heading into the season? Where do the Wilds stack up, and what are we expecting from those right wings as we gear up for this season? My name is Seth Sopal, host of Lockdown Wilds, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and guiding you through the offseason here on Lockdown Wilds. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. You can find all that at Bet Online, where the game starts. So, continuing our sizing up the Central series here on Lockdown Wild, and just uh, to refresh those who are hopping into the series and uh, maybe missed the first couple of episodes. By the way, if you did. We got a playlist going on YouTube, so you can check back on the left wing position as well as centers. So we're going through and looking at how each team stacks up at position groups throughout the division as we move closer to the start of the season using uh, what we gather from the daily faceoff. Now, obviously, things can change. Nazem Kadri could uh, resign with the Colorado Avalanche, and obviously that would have an impact on the centers episode that we previously did. So uh, just where things are at right now heading into the season. Uh, And so uh, here's what we have for each team based off of what we've got from the daily faceoff with their line combinations. We'll start with the Colorado Avalanche. You've got Miko Rantanen, Arturi Lekkonen, Logan O'Connor, and Jason Megna as the expected starters in those right-wing spots. The Minnesota Wilds, and this is what we're assuming the Wilds will go with. It obviously depends on a couple of players where they go in the lineup, but uh, as of now, expecting it'll be the combination of Matt Zuccarello, Tyson Jost, Jordan Greenway, and Brandon Duhame. Also taking into account that Jordan Greenway will probably be injured to start the uh, the season, but we'll just count him as part of the regular mix uh, for right now because not really sure what the Wild will do lineup-wise uh, to fill that spot. So just going to put him in there for now. Moving on to the St. Louis Blues, Vladimir Tarasenko, Jordan Cairo, Logan Brown, and Klim Kostin. The Predators, Matt Duchesne, Eli Tolvanen, Yakov Trenin and Philip Tomasino. The Dallas Stars, Joel Pavelski, Dennis Grianov, Luke Glendenning, and Marion Studenich. 
The New York Jets, Cole Perfetti, Blake Wheeler, Mason Appleton, and Christian Veselainen. The Chicago Blackhawks, for now, Patrick Kane, Taylor Radish, Mackenzie Entwistle, and Colin Blackwell. And then the Arizona Coyotes, Clayton Keller, Jack McBain, Zach Cassian, and Christian Fisher. A couple of things that I notice with these groupings is that several of these teams are going young or are going with players that did not get a ton of playing time last year and hoping that they can fill spots. I mean, you look at uh, the New York Jets, Perfetti, Appleton, and Veselainen, all uh, expected to be the starters for that uh, team. So a lot of youth at those spots. Of course, with the uh, the Coyotes, you got Jack McBain, who uh, played a few games with the Coyotes last year. So there's a lot of youth at these spots, but there also are a lot of really good players at the top one or two spots. I mean, you've got Patrick Kane, who is one of the best of the best with the Chicago Blackhawks right now. That uh, certainly could change. Uh, and, you know, the the division very top-heavy at this position with Rantanen in, Chicago, uh, in Colorado. you got Tarasenko in St. Louis. Matt Duchesne with the Nashville Predators. Joe Pavelski with the Stars. Um, a, a lot of really good players. Clayton Keller, you know, with the uh, the Coyotes, a very good right wing in and of his own. So there's a lot of really good players at the top. And so this is going to be a little bit of a tough one for the Wild because Matt Zuccarello is really good. He's a very good player, but I think it's pretty safe to say that he slots in below the likes of Rantanen, Tarasenko, Duchesne, and probably Pavelski. Now, the Wilds can make up some grounds in the last couple of spots, but this is a spot, I think, where the Wilds kind of come down a little bit more to the middle of the pack. Now, obviously, you have a couple of guys in these spots who are doing some different things, not necessarily providing you the full-out scoring um, that uh, that you're getting from some of these other top-line guys. So it, it will be interesting to see where the wild slot in, but this is where the loss of Kevin Fiala is felt because you go to Zuccarello, Fiala, Greenway, and Duhame as uh, that group of four. That is considerably different than uh, putting Tyson Jost in that spot. Uh, And so with Fiala, you're probably looking at um, uh, a team that finishes in the upper half of these rankings without further down half or below, uh, I think is probably where um, the Wild will slot in. But we'll see, and uh, we'll just talk about kind of the mix for the Wild at these spots Uh, as we continue to dive into the right wing position on today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Our next partner is a product I use every single day of the week. I started taking AG1 because it allows me to take all the time that was spent putting vitamins and supplements together in the morning, and it wraps it up into one neat and tidy process. All you need is one delicious scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, 
whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Every area is covered. Plus, it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And Athletic Greens is proven. It's got over 7,000 five-star reviews. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen of the day, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on in the NHL as we get closer to the start of the 2022-2023 season. Lockdown NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, let's look at the Wilds group of right-wing players. Matt Zuccarello, Tyson Jost, Jordan Greenway, Brandon Duhame. Obviously, with Zuccarello being the top-line guy, you got uh, a player coming off of a career-high season, and the chemistry that he has developed with Kirill Kaprizov is really second to none. Those guys just feed off of each other in such a way that it really has created a top line that can compete with the best of them. And you stack up that top line, which we'll do uh, when we get to that part of this series. You stack that line up at each position, and those um, th- those guys do really good jobs uh, with what they're asked to do. Now, Zuccarello did lose some time at the end of the season due to injury, and uh, he finished the season banged up as well playing through a uh, fracture in his leg. I wonder what his season could have ended looking like had that not happened. He had the 79 points, uh, finished with 24 goals, likely would have broken the assists record just like Kirill Kaprizov did, or gotten to 60 assists, I should say. So you're looking at a guy who could have broken the points record himself, and become the third player on this wild roster to do it. And so I think that's been the big thing with Zuccarello since he came to Minnesota. It took him a little while to kind of adjust to uh, to playing here in Minnesota. Obviously, having Kirill Kaprizov as a line mate, it helps. But it seems like once he got comfortable playing here, and settled on that line. His play has really taken off. The only thing that has really been able to hold him back is injuries. And so if he can stay healthy, you're looking at a guy who can be anywhere from 70 to 80 to 85 points on the top end, probably more like a 70 to 80-point player um, with Kirill Kaprizov on that top line. 
which is extremely valuable and it's extremely important to what this team is trying to do. And so he is the unquestioned top guy for the Wild at the right wing position. He's the one that starts that conversation and you know he's he's the one you look at as the uh, the top line guy for this wild team there's a little bit of uncertainty at other spots you know you look at Tyson Jost a guy who came to the wilds was a fourth line guy for the Colorado Avalanche and was a fourth line guy for the wilds when he came here is now going to likely get an expanded role and you wonder if he is going to be able to do something with it. He had stretches during the season where he looked really good, and you wonder if that will translate into the full season and translate being, in this case, a wing as opposed to a center with Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi. Will that chemistry develop the same way it did with Freddie Goudreau on that line, or is he going to be somebody that you get a handful of games into the season and it's just not working out, and so he ends up having to be uh, dropped a little lower in the lineup? It's it's going to be up to Jost how this plays out. If he takes a spot in the top six and doesn't let it go, then that is... uh, that's bonus for the, the Minnesota Wild. But if he, he struggles, then they're going to have some lineup questions. And so that spot, after being so consistent last year, and not to, to harp on the Kevin Fiala point, we, we talked about it enough leading up to the trade. But obviously, Fiala's production to Jost, there's a large drop in that particular area. You're hoping that Rossi and Boldy can pick up the slack, but the thing that you would like to see is a similar season to what Freddie Goudreau had on that line last year. You know, do you get somewhere between 10 to 15 goals, 15 to 20 goals from Tyson Jost? That would be, I think, a really good way uh, to uh, to fill some of that gap and to get a really good season out of Tyson Jost is somebody that maybe you build around going forward or you add to your mix going forward. Uh, same thing with Jordan Greenway. Greenway's been a maddening player for uh, Wild fans to watch because it just seems like there are stretches of his play where you want more. You want to see more from him and it feels like the ability is there. It's just sometimes it doesn't translate on the ice. The weirdest part about it is that you take him out of that grief line mix and it just doesn't work. So for whatever reason, his play is elevated with Jewel Erickson and Marcus Felino to where you've got one of the best, if not the best, defensive lines defensive forward lines in hockey. And there is going to be huge pressure on this team, on this line, to replicate that performance this upcoming season to help offset the uh, the loss of goals that, uh, that the Wild will most assuredly have uh, in the 2022-2023 season. So 
A lot of pressure on Tyson Jost to show that he's worthy of taking a spot on what was the second most productive line for this team. A lot of pressure on Jordan Greenway to build off of his play to end the season in which you had a lot of people saying, hey, he looks like he's kind of turned the corner. And then for Brandon Duhame, a player who I think has some good skills that he brings to the table. The biggest thing I notice with Duhame is he just, I think, tends to get frustrated on the ice. And that leads to retaliatory penalties that end up putting the team in a bad situation where you maybe draw a penalty to go on the power play, but you retaliate and it ends up negating the penalty that you drew. And a lot of that comes with being the type of player that is going to be the one to assist with the instigating. But a lot of that, I think, just goes to kind of changing the mindset to being aggressive within reason, being a physical player within reason. And hopefully Duhame will work on that or has been working on that throughout the offseason. And I'm sure the coaching staff has harped on it as well because there were plenty of times where he drew a penalty on one side of the ice and you retaliate because you didn't like what happens. And the next thing you know, you could have been on a power play in a critical spot, but now it's just four on four. So if Duhame can get that and... He played better with, uh, with Connor Dewar as his line mate. So the hope is that those two can be kind of a, a, a similar version, maybe not with all the scoring, but just similar with how they work together as you had with Kaprizov and Zuccarello or Greenway, Felino, Erickson Eck. Just some of that chemistry that can lead to both players playing well and kind of elevating their game to where maybe you don't see as many of those retaliatory penalties as Duhame drew um, this season. So, all in all, it's a group where there is a lot of unproven play and a lot of opportunity for players to elevate and help this team out by kind of reaching above the level that they would normally be playing at. So... You've got Zuccarello in the top spot. Beyond that, there is potential for some good play from those guys, but you know they they got to bring it themselves uh, to uh, to fill and lock up those spots. So that's kind of where we're at with the uh, the wild side of things. Now let's go through and rank and uh, see where the wild slot in uh, amongst the right wings in the Central Division. And so we'll take a look at that as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There is another new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right, Built. They did it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. Have a light and chewy texture real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. 
All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus they're healthy. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. You don't want to miss these, so head to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It's the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just take them all for yourself. But don't wait to grab these while they last. Head to Built.com, and you can use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen each and every day. Thank you as well for getting us to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. We uh, continue to have a great time putting these episodes together and hope you enjoy listening to them as well. So let's rank the wing combos that we currently have in the NHL. So what we're going to do here, I, in continuing with the pattern, it's tough because I feel like it goes between the usual suspects here. Um, Obviously, the Blues and the Avalanche have a couple of the uh, top players at those spots. And so I think I'm going to go Avs 1. I'm going to go Blues 2. Then I'm going to go Predators 3, Stars 4. And just for the sake of the depth and the provenness of these players, I am going to go with the Wild 5. Then I'm going with the Jets 6. The Coyotes, 7, and the Blackhawks, 8. Now, a lot of that can change if Patrick Kane is traded before the season starts. Well, then the uh, the Blackhawks probably drop further down the list. Well, they can't really drop any further than they did. And, you know, there are some rumors that Vladimir Tarasenko maybe still wants to be traded. I don't know if there's anything to substantiate that or not. But it's just, as I alluded to, all these teams have a clear-cut top guy. And you look at the teams like the Avalanche, Lekkanen is a great number two option for them. Uh, Tarasenko and Cairo is obviously uh, very, very formidable. You know, Matt Duchesne, Joe Pavelski, some of the best in the division. And... I just I look at the scoring that uh, that these guys are expected to bring once again, and as we touched on, for the Wilds there are uh, players in this grouping who are bringing a little more to the ice, who are bringing other things to the ice than simply the scoring, and so that's why I kind of push them down the list as opposed to uh, having them in the top like they were for the left wing position and. For the uh, the centers as well, this is the one group I think that uh, that has a lot to prove. And when we redo these, when we reassess the rankings, we'll take a look at where things are at. And if if Tyson Jost is having a good year, if Brandon Duhame is having a good year, if Jordan Greenway is uh, is having a good year himself, then I'm going to probably bump them up the list 
but at this point, you know, it's the central is very deep at left wing and center, and then we start to see uh, a lot of players who are going to be getting maybe their first stretch of playing time this year and can either take those spots or will end up not being able to live up to that pressure, and then you're looking to try to fill those spots with somebody else. So there's a lot of uncertainty, and there's a lot of prove-it mentalities uh, for a lot of these players at the right wing position. Um, and so, you know, middle of the pack for the Wild right now, can they hop higher? Certainly, but that's where we're leaving them for now. As we continue this series, we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk defense the rest of this week. Then we'll move towards the goalie position. We'll also discuss the line combos and more as we further continue to size up the central. So we can try to get a little bit of an idea as to where things will stand at the end of the season. And that is going to wrap up today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Thank you once again for tuning in. And uh, now with your first listen out of the way, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast, which is free and available wherever you listen to your podcast. Just like Lockdown Wild, we are available anytime you want to listen. So follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. Hit subscribe on YouTube so that you don't miss out on any Wild-related news as we navigate through the offseason. Lockdown Wild is bringing you new episodes every day of the week as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.